Good morning, church family. Oh, it's so good to see you in the house of the Lord today. And if you're a guest in the house, we welcome all of you. They're looking good, aren't they? There's some men out here and ladies that used to be and not be. Why not be? Hello? I want a bench. I want this choir full. Hello? Wow. It can happen, Captain. You just get off your duff and come on. This is the way it goes. Uh, the beautiful flowers is left here from the wedding yesterday. Did we have a time? Uh, God blessed. It's supposed to have been an outdoor and it come indoor. And hey, it was wonderful. Had a great time. Saw a lot of folk that I'd never seen before. And I closed in here, closed in prayer, and asked a blessing for the food. And uh, by the time I finished and turned around, this great big guy walks up. He says, you must be the pastor here. I said, yes, sir, I am. He said, I could tell in your prayer. He said, I can always tell a Baptist preacher when they pray, <laughs> especially for the food. And then I saw some people that was from way above Boone Creek somewhere, and uh, they just bragged on the building and all the, I said, yeah, God's really blessed us here. And I said, everything you see is paid for. So, you know, God's good uh, to let us meet new people and uh, see things that's happening. All right, let me give you some scheduled dates and times. If you want to write it down, fine. And if you want to put it in your phone, fine. Because some of you are saying, hey, how'd the procedure go? I don't know. I haven't had it yet. So, uh, I will not be here this Wednesday night. I will be preparing. Huh? No! Let me just give you the date. I can't keep up with one week or another. And don't ask me to put it in a smartphone because it's smarter than I. If I put it in, I don't know how to get it out. Okay. So the third, the third, I am having the gallbladder surgery. That's a Monday. Thursday, I'll be put back to sleep for open house if anybody wants to come. Uh, be happy for you to be there. Uh, to support Lynn. And my sister, if she comes, she's a nervous wreck because I'm going to be put to sleep two times in the same week. I said, it's okay. I done signed a waiver. If the motor quits running, they're not going to jump start it. Okay? Now, tomorrow, Ernest will be here this evening by 6 o'clock. And listen to me. I have invited one, two, at least two churches to come. Now listen, y'all. I want you here. Don't embarrass me by not showing up tonight. And so let's have a little tiny crowd. Uh, you'll need to hear what Ernest has to say. Uh, he spent last night with us, and he's going to Poplar Springs this morning, and he'll be here at 6 o'clock tonight. Tomorrow, Monday, uh, I've already confirmed of picking up the U-Haul uh, truck. We will be here, Lord willing, by 10 o'clock in the morning to load the stuff that's here, and any of you that can come here <clears throat> and help do that will be great, and then follow us. We've got about six other places to go. 
to pick up stuff tomorrow. And then Tuesday morning, we'll be leaving sometime, I'm not sure when yet, uh, for Atlanta uh, to load the, unload the truck into the container and uh, pray for Ernest. He's got to be in Atlanta, I think he said by 6 or 7 o'clock uh, Monday morning. So he'll be leaving the house very early. Uh, so keep that in mind. And also, if you're making out a check, and you want to keep this in mind now, it is Bread for Life International. Not Bread of, but Bread for Life International. Uh, some of you may not have heard or saw the video we played where one of the churches uh, in Cameroon burned. They lost everything, uh, building furniture, cars, and I didn't know this, but he told me last night, Cameroon is a city uh, where this church burned of three million people and only one fire truck. And when the fire truck showed up, he said they began to drag hoses off, and when they started putting water through the hoses, it had holes all in it. So it's sad. It's pitiful. So do your part today to... Uh, as we try to collect enough money to build this church back, $25,000, he said, to build the church back. But the container, uh, this is what's so horrible. They, uh, they take advantage of the people coming in with containers. 6000 American dollars is what it takes once that container gets there for him to have authority and the right for the stuff to come off. Um, so keep that in mind. Also, uh, I hope those of you who are coming on Wednesday night, I am enjoying the meals and all those ladies and men that work in the kitchen. Uh, but here is the problem. We have four or five of those people who work in the kitchen on Wednesday night that sing in the choir. Okay? As a preacher, I love for people to be on time. As a music director, we like for our choir members to be on time. These people can't get in here on time because they're in the kitchen cleaning up. So would you please, just uh, Wednesday night, uh, step in there and say, Hey, I'm here to take somebody's place. Whether it be washing, wiping, cleaning. Um, now help me out here. They don't have to do anything in the dining room part, right? It's, it's just in the kitchen because everybody cleans up their own table. But if we could have that... Um, that would be great. Is there anybody else that wants to run their mouth? Okay. Good morning. Um, I'm just going to read Mac's text because I was like, what do you want me to announce? Um, youth tonight will be in the sanctuary to hear Ernest. Um, mission trip t-shirts. Here is a sample. If you haven't seen it, the four, um, they come in orange, blue, and red. Um each, um, the youth are selling these. They all have um, like the order form. So see a youth um, to purchase um, a T-shirt. All the proceeds will go to the mission trip in July to Houston, Texas. And um, shirts are twenty dollars. And anyone that would like to make a donation to the mission trip can can by putting youth mission trip in the memo line on your check. And just for youth parents, um, Mac will be sending out details this week concerning a deposit for the trip. So, thank you. 
All right, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, again, we thank you for the privilege to be in your house. And Lord, what a joy last evening to hear the, the wonderful rain you sent our way. We thank you for protecting us during that storm. We thank you for this morning being able to get up and to see the sun shining and to see the mountains, to see the grass and the trees look like they've had a good bath. And Lord, we thank you for that. We thank you for the opportunity to be in your house today. We thank you for all those who've chosen to come this way. We thank you for all the guests that are among us today. As Lord, we pray uh, for our guests. Those that might be seeking a church home, Lord, I pray that you'd reveal to them if this is the place. I pray that you'd bless in the music today and everything that will be taking place and going on. God, we love you and we give it to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Blessed assurance, Jesus is mine. If you believe that, I'd like to invite you to stand and sing our opening hymn, and I hope you'll have a big smile on your face. Blessed assurance, Jesus is mine. prayer time. If you want to come to the altar, I will be here um, this morning. If not, you want to join hands with someone, um, Brother Dave Miller will be coming to lead us this morning. Um, Ms. Sheila called, and Miss Virginale Smith will be having uh, dental surgery Thursday, so we need to remember Miss Virginale there. 
also uh, all of our government officials, both uh, local and um, high up offices, uh, that the Holy Spirit would move in on these meetings and that uh, these officials might speak what God puts in their mouth. You know, God spoke through a rooster. He spoke through a donkey. He spoke through rocks. And he can speak through people if they will allow him to. Also, protection over our military, our law enforcement, our first responders, our farmers, our doctors and nurses, our teachers, our students, as this school year comes to a close. And many of our students will be going on to college, universities, tech schools. And uh, we need to remember them as they decide what they're going to choose for a life uh, work. Also, uh, always uh, pray for our guests during the week, but also pray for our guests on Sunday. uh, That if you are a guest, uh, thank you so much for choosing uh, First Baptist today. It's not by chance that you're here. I feel like it's a divine appointment by ever which way it came about. Um, Ernest, we need to pray for him as he's uh, speaking this morning at Poplar Springs. And will be here tonight um, uh, sharing with us. Also, the, uh, pray for the, uh, the, the people who will help me tomorrow. We'll be picking up the items uh, on Monday. Uh, of course, our trip to Atlanta on Tuesday. Um, And uh, Brother Roy and Pat Kendrick need our prayers. Mr. Henry and Betty Cobb need our prayers. Uh, The personnel committee and the music committee uh, need our prayers for guidance. Um, And and pray for Aaron and uh, Josie McCoy as they're on their honeymoon. And uh, what a joy and a time it was with them yesterday evening. Also, the family of Harry Edwards. This is Martha Boyer's uh, brother has passed away in North Carolina. Uh, he was the last uh, uh, besides her, and uh, they'll be, they are already probably gone uh, to North Carolina for this service. Uh, also, uh, uh, pray for uh, uh, her husband. I call him Cleet, call him Charles. Uh, he had ear surgery some time ago. We'll be going back to Atlanta this week for a checkup. Uh, also, uh, pray for, continue to pray for Carolyn Mullinax. Our vacation Bible school that's pretty quickly coming. Our youth mission trip. Uh, also, uh, Debbie Bruce, a, a friend of Miss Lula, is having can- is, has, has cancer. And um, Annalyn Bryson is a very sick this morning, a rash. And also Graham uh, Campbell. That's why Mac's not here. Graham has been sick yesterday. Uh, said he hardly ever, ever takes an evening or a day nap, and he slept about all day. Uh, so that's not like Graham. So remember uh, these in our prayers uh, for Susan as she leads our music this morning uh, for the reading of God's Word, the preached Word. And so if you would, if you want to join me to altar here, it's fine. If you don't, that's okay. Maybe you just want to join hands with someone. So, Brother Dave. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this beautiful spring day that uh, you've brought us into your house. Um, We know it's encouraging and uplifting to see the sunshine and the blue sky and to realize you're still in control like you have been from day one. And we thank you for keeping everything on track as we attempt to get back to what we think is is normal. Uh, It's encouraging to to see these, your children, my brothers and sisters in your house, uh, 
joining together to raise our voices to worship you and praise you and and to come to hear your word. We pray you will bless the pastor as he brings that to us. Bless each of us as we uh, participate in the worship, uh, as we raise our voices to you to give you what you so richly deserve. We know from the, the list of prayer requests that there are many, many requests, and it shows us the the faith and the confidence we have in you that you can handle it all uh, because there are so many that uh, we know have requested special prayer and, and asked for your help in the coming weeks. Uh, our pastor included, uh, many other of our church members that have medical needs upcoming, and I pray that you will keep your hand on each and every situation. You will be there with the doctors, with the nurses, and, and all those others who are caregivers and giving support and help each and every situation to work out according to your will for your glory. We pray you will be with the government, both national, state, and local, uh, that are leading us and making decisions. Uh, we pray that preconceived philosophies and, and ideas that seem to take front and center uh, will, will be made secondary to your will. Uh, we know our country needs you and the success of our country depends on following your guidance and your leadership, and I pray we will uh, see that come to pass. Uh, what a wonderful surprise it would be in some instances uh, to see our country turn back to you and to follow your your guidance and to follow your principles, uh, and that people will wake up and understand that. I pray you will be with each of those leaders at all levels, be with our uh, law enforcement, our first responders, all those who help to take care of us through the week uh, as we proceed through the seasons. Be with those who help provide food for us. Bless them that they will have good success in this year. Uh, we know there are many challenges out there uh, as a result of the global epidemic and, and other related things that are slowing down things and causing problems. And I pray you will help us to work our way through those and help us to turn to you for guidance in those situations as well. I pray you will go with us as we go through the rest of this service, through the rest of this week, month, and, and into the summer, and to stay in close contact with you and seek your guidance every day in everything that we do, and we'll praise you for all that you accomplish through it. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's continue our worship this morning by singing Speak to My Heart. Please stand and sing.
Amen. That's a true statement. People need the Lord. And the sooner we realize that, the better off God's kingdom is going to be. Can you imagine being left out? Can you imagine standing before God and hear Him say, I'm sorry, I don't know you. You had the opportunity to believe in and accept my son and you refused. Going to be a horrible day. A horrible day. Today would be a good day for the Lord to come. As I made my way to God's house this morning, I could see the clouds and I could see three layers of mountains. Oh, wow, what a creation! And then to drive along and see the beautiful flowers in people's yards and, and the grass so green. Praise God for being able to tell colors. Um, it's amazing to me what God does with us and for us and through us if, we're, if we will just listen and look and smell. And the Bible says, come and taste the Word. I mean I, can't, I mean, I can't imagine that. I know you've done looked at the title and I thought, somebody said, Lord, what's this church coming to? Well, Lynn has many, many games in our house uh, for the grandbabies, okay? Well, when they come, they always want she or I one to play with them. <laughs> one of those games is bingo. Now, before I get too cranked up and started here, I am not in favor of going to a bingo hall and paying to play bingo, hoping I'm going to win the big cash prize, okay? I'm not in favor of that. But I love to play bingo just for fun. In the rest homes, when we could go, a lot of times I'd show up, they'd be playing bingo for bananas. Apples, you know, those kind of, of prizes. But it's a fun activity. You know, bingo is as old as I am and older. I tried to find, of course, now you say, look at your smartphone. I tried to find if I could figure out when bingo ever started and why it started, but nobody had anything on it, and no, I didn't ask for any help, Okay. And God didn't say, go to your smartphone, so I didn't go to the smartphone. <laughs> so, you know, uh, as always, when I got my bingo card, what was the first thing you did? Free space. What did it say? Free space. They're not going to call that out. You go ahead and put your piece of corn or your button or whatever you got 
on that free space. Okay. Now, when I think of when I think of of, of bingo, the the free space has to be accepted. Okay. You don't have to put it on there. Then, if you're going diagonal each way or crossway or up and there, you're not going to make it. That's why it's a free space to give you an opportunity, to give you an, a chance. And Jesus is the same way. Listen, He is the free space. Now, if you want to bingo with Jesus, listen to me. If you want to bingo with Him, you have got to accept the free space. If you don't, then it's, it's a lost deal. You'll never ever bingo with Jesus if you don't accept the free space. And that's our Savior. Well, I'm going to take the word bingo and we're going to look at each letter, okay? You should have your little uh, outline there if you've got a bulletin. You want to do some writing. Because listen, uh, the people who you hang out with, they know what bingo is. And that's a good witnessing too, you know. You ask them about what's the first thing you do when you get your car. Oh, I put that thing on the free space. But have you put your life in the free space? Have you accepted Jesus as your Savior? So first of all, when you accept that free space, the Bible says that we are believing in Jesus. You know what? Because God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish, should not go to a devil's hell, but believe and accept Christ as their Savior. For God did that for you, and He done it for me. And I'm coming and I say, well, what about me? I, you just don't know what kind of life I've lived, preacher. No, I don't, but God does. And he stands ready to forgive. And listen, this is what's amazing about God. He forgives and he forgets. You know some of our problem? We won't forget what somebody did to us. Or what somebody said to us. You might not forget it. But don't bring it up. Well... The letter B is not only for believing in Jesus, but it's also for blessings from Jesus. Cassie put up Malachi 3.10. Malachi 3.10. Equipment. Buttons. Bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse, that there be no that there be meat in my house, food in my house, money in my house, and prove me now. God says, Herewith, saith the Lord of hosts. <coughs> Excuse me. If I will not open you the windows of heaven and pour out pour you out a blessing that there shall not be room enough to receive it. To receive it, what is it? The blessings. You know, I think it was Jerry Clower many, many years ago said you need to be a hilarious giver. It thrills me. I love to, to give back to the Lord 
what rightfully, first of all, belongs to him. I mean, I've done nothing when I have given the tenth. I've done nothing. That wasn't mine to start with. Where the blessings come in is when we go beyond that. Man told me one time, he said, listen, I got so many bills, I can't afford to tithe. I said, let me tell you something. You can't afford not to tithe. God may take away everything you got. You look at Job, perfect, upright, lost everything except his bride. And she just, where she got her words from except the devil. Job, why don't you just cuss God and die? Well, you want blessings? You want a bingo with Jesus? You accept him as your free space? Free space? Then God's promise, if we do, first thing he's going to do is bless us. And I'm going to tell you something. Men, you and I are to be the example in our household. We're the ones to take the lead position. Now, you youngins that's dating, hey, you better be dating somebody who's a Christian, who believes in God, who's accepted Jesus, and who loves his house and loves his word and wants to give. Because if you don't, let me tell you, you are not and your marriage is not going to be blessed. God's not obligated. But it is high time that men took the lead, y'all. It's high time. I mean, when's it gonna, what's it going to take? If you want to bingo with Jesus, you not only need to believe in Jesus, but the second thing, you need to get involved uh, in his work. And uh, where I get that is 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 9. Cassie, please. Be involved. For we are laborers. What's the next word you see? Say it out loud. Together with who? God. Because you're God's husbandry. You are God's building. You know this thing I walk around in every day? And, and these, these antennas that pick up all manner of junk? And these eyes that see things they ought to not see? This nose that smells things they ought to not smell? And then the mouth that says things it ought to not say? You know, it's God's building. It's God's temple. It's the temple of the Holy Spirit of God. If you want to be blessed by God, accepting Him as a free space, you got to believe in Him. You got it. Got you got to get involved in Him. Uh, Cassie, I don't know, but I gave you Psalm one, one through three. Now I want you to me and listen, and I want you to look at this verse of Scripture. Blessed is the man. It don't say blessed is the woman. It says blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor, what does it say? Sitteth in the seat of the scornful. It tells us where we need to walk, where we need to sit, and where we need to stand. And there is no excuse for it. It says that our life, our delight, is in the Word, the law of the Lord. And in His law doth He, what? Meditate. Think about, pray over the Word day and night. 
And here's what will happen. If we walk and stand and sit in where we're supposed to, we're meditating on God's Word, He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth His fruit in His season, and His leaf shall not wither. And whatever He does, look at this, shall prosper. You want to prosper for the Lord? You want to excel for God? I said for Him, not yourself. You do what verses 1 through 3 says. Shall prosper. Maybe not right now, but that word shall is a future word. Am I right? Hello down here. It's a, it's a future word. To come. You know, God's word is so simple. If you just take it and read it and then try to break it down into pieces and parts, that's what God wants us to do, to see the message that he has for us. I hope you've accepted the free space of Jesus. If you have, then you, you should be receiving blessings. You should be involved in his work. And the letter N in bingo, listen, nothing shall separate us from the love of God. Verse 39 of that uh, chapter, nor height, nor depth, nor any other... Creation shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Would you forgive me? How negligent could a man be? Except I was so wound up in what I wanted to share with you today. I didn't even read the scripture. How negligent could a preacher be? You know what that tells me about him? He's human. You believe we got a human preacher down there at the first Baptist? He's human. But he didn't even read the Word of God today. Well, hopefully you got it there in your, in your notes. You, you can read it for yourself. But we know, according to Scripture, that everything... Not just some things. He said everything works to good for them that love God, for them who are the called according to his purpose. And there's a great question in that portion of God's word. The question is, what can separate us from the love of God? You read all that stuff down there. You come up with any excuse you want to. And the Bible is very positive. It says, nothing shall separate me from the love of God. Isn't that amazing? Nothing. You know what separates us from the love of God? We do. God don't. He would never, ever turn away, cast out anyone who comes to Him to accept the free space. He's never done it and never will. But a lot of people today, listen, they're going along with the assumption, well, I joined the church when I was little. Joining the church is not being saved. Being baptized is not being saved. Being saved is inviting Jesus into our heart, accepting that free space. Joining the churches is comes. And then baptism comes. I don't know where we get our carts before the horses. You know the only cart I've ever seen before a four-legged animal? And many of you are old enough, you've seen it too. 
Anybody got a clue? Right quick. Don't have all day long. Anybody? How many of you have ever watched The Little Rascals? Remember that donkey? He was pushing that automobile. You know, sometimes, now this is ugly. Sometimes I wish I had me a car like that. With that lever where I could pull it and that fist go out of... You remember that? Oh, them boys was having a good time. Just pulling the lever. Poof, knocking people left and right. That's ugly. Well, you know, sometimes we just get things backward. Uh... It's amazing to me how God can bring back to memory that which we have looked for, that which we have studied for, and that which we want to share with those around about us. That free space, listen, it'll bring about blessing, it'll it'll bring about involvement, and it'll bring about nothing shall separate us from the love of God. That letter N also stands for near. The Bible says draw near to God, and He will draw near to us. James 4, uh, verse 8. You see, uh, drawing near to God... And the Bible says he will draw near to you. What does it say? Draw nigh to God, and he will draw nigh to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, ye double-minded. That's to you and me. Draw near to him, because nothing can separate us from the love of God. A number five in bingo Uh, You know, when we accept that free space, then comes the grace of God. The grace of God. 2 Corinthians 12, 9. And he said unto me, listen to what Paul says, My grace is sufficient for thee. Remember, Paul had, the, the Bible says, a thorn in the flesh. Now, I don't know what that thorn might have been. I've heard different ideas. But it doesn't matter what the thorn was. There was a thorn. There was something that bothered him. There was something that kept him from doing the will of God like he wanted to do. And Jesus says, For my strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Now, just to accept the free space don't mean everything that comes is going to be blessings, okay? Because you got the devil working here also. You got him that's going to throw things at you as an individual, toward you as your family. You know, it don't take but one person to ruin your family. It don't take but one minute, one word out of my mouth that should not be. Lung, come on. One word out of my mouth a hinder me for the rest of my life. One foolish action out of this body can ruin me for the rest of my life. Oh, I may, I may get forgiveness. But what about forgetting? Uh, you know, His grace is sufficient. In fact, the, 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 uh, the grace of God covers all sin. 
You can't do nothing bad enough that God won't forgive you. The only thing, listen, the only thing that hinders a person from being saved if they will just simply not believe in God Almighty and in Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit. That's blaspheming the Holy Spirit. And you can't make it if that's the way you are. You can't make it. Well, grace. And I simply say there, I think in your nose, go in the name of the Lord Jesus. And I promise you, now listen, witnessing somebody, taking a meal to somebody, calling somebody, inviting somebody out. Uh, you say, well, go in the name of the Lord Jesus. If they don't accept Christ, if they don't accept your invitation, if they won't do this or that, you have done your part. You have done what the Bible says, the letter G is not only for grace, but it's also for going. And then last of all, as they would say in the bingo game, under the letter O, obedience. That's not the easiest thing to do. First Peter 4, excuse me, First Peter chapter 1, verses 14 uh, and 15. As obedient children, you hear that now, as obedient children, not disobedient, not fashioning yourself according to the former lust in your ignorance, verse 15, but as he which hath called you is holy, called you, so be ye holy. In all manner of conversation, our speech, our voice. You know, we have to, we need to watch what we say. I'm gonna tell you if I if, if anything that troubles and bothers me is my subconscious brain that says things in my brain just rolling things. Listen, I've told you this before, and I'll tell you again. Many times when I'm preaching, the devil will say, well, why don't you just cuss? You've done everything else. I mean, can you imagine that rolling around up here while you're trying to preach the Word of God, while you're trying to draw people to bingo for Jesus? No, the devil's not happy. He's not happy when people play bingo for accepting Christ, that free space. So listen, if we want to, if we want to bingo with Jesus, we got to trust Him as our Lord and Savior. I got one question left. Have you, have I, accepted that free space of Jesus Christ? If you have. In your subconscious mind right now, you ought to say, Thank you, Lord Jesus, for my salvation. Thank you. What can I say but thank you? Thank you. If you can't say that, you know, it's your problem. It's your fault that you haven't claimed that free space in your life somewhere. Can you do that this morning? You're the one to make that choice. 
You're the one to make that decision. I can't make that decision for you, but I promise if you'll do that and come forward and tell me, listen, you don't have to say nothing out loud. Just believe. Expect God to do something. If you're lost, I invite you to the altar. If you feel like you're not as close to God as you ought to be, come to the altar and pray. You don't have to tell me anything. If a female comes, some female will join you. If a male comes, some male will join you down. You will not, listen, you will not be at this altar by yourself. Maybe the Lord spoke to you about joining this church, you know. Then you come. Whatever, whatever's on your heart and mind this morning. But I want you to take this bingo message wherever you go next week. And this, hey, you can start by saying, hey, do you, do you ever play bingo? What's the first thing you do? And there you go. It's simple. God made it simple. And I hope that I have made it simple this morning. Again, forgive me for not reading all the scripture. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you. Thank you for my salvation. Thank you for the opportunity you have given me this morning. And Lord, I I am sorry that I didn't read your word. Lord, I ask you to have mercy upon me. Help my mind to stay collected as to what needs to be said and read. And Lord, I'll thank you and I'll praise your holy name. For I ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. In whatever way God might have spoken to you, we invite you to come. If Susan comes to lead us in our hymn of invitation, what is that this morning, Susan? Have thine own way. No other way will get you there but his way.
seated. Uh, I don't really want anyone leaving. We're going to have a little short session here, but I don't want you leaving. Brother Dave Miller's coming to lead us in that. And uh, would you usher boys right now, I don't know where the plates are, I have no idea, but I want you to be stationed at every exit uh, for the love offering that we're going to take in a little bit. Uh, Brother Dave, I turn it over to you, son. The ushers have the uh, ballots, and Keith, Keith, are um, Keith, are both items on the ballot or just one? Okay, all right. Um, we have two items that we had announced for this called conference. The first one is for a music director search committee. Um, as you know, we uh, we had. Uh, Lost our music minister. He had left to uh, take on a new ministry, and the Lord opened some doors and blessed us. Um, 